Across the country, the community composting movement is growing. Small-scale composting provides communities immediate opportunities for reducing waste, improving local soil, creating jobs, and fighting climate change. You're listening to the Composting for Community podcast, where we'll bring you stories from the people doing this work on the ground and in the soil. To support this burgeoning movement, ILSR's Composting Initiative convenes a coalition of community composters from around the country and beyond. These next few episodes feature interviews from our sixth national cultivating community composting forum in New York City. We talk to attendees about why community composting matters, how they are transforming the way their communities manage their waste, and advice they have for fellow composters. I'm Linda Bilsons Brolis of ILSR's Composting Initiative, and I'll be your host. In this episode, you'll hear from Michael Martinez, Executive Director of LA Compost. I talked to Michael about how LA Compost is building a diverse ecosystem of composting hubs that are facilitating community involvement in and ownership of their local food systems. Michael founded LA Compost in 2013 and is a founding member of the Community Composter Coalition. He talks about the wisdom to be learned from the composting process, LA Compost's future plans, and as always, has some great advice to share. I can't wait for you to hear. So today we're recording from the 6th National Cultivating Community Composting Forum, which this year is happening in New York City. Uh, We're joined now by Michael Martinez, who is the founder of LA Compost, obviously in LA. Uh, We're grateful for him to join us, so say say hello. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Great. So for those listeners that might not be familiar with LA Compost, tell us about yourself, LA Compost, and how composting fits into your work. Yeah, so born and raised in Los Angeles, and I had the luxury of teaching for a few years in Miami, Florida. And it was kind of during those teacher years where the seeds of LA Compost were really planted. Uh, Just really understanding um, from a student level, allowing them to understand where food came from, how it grows, where food goes, and how it contributes to this closed-loop cycle. So when we actually started LA Compost, we actually started early on as a bike-powered kind of nonprofit company. Yeah, so... um, it was interesting to see how that model worked early in 2013, uh, but we quickly realized that as wonderful as it was, LA was ridiculously large and the geography was very spread out. Mm-hmm. So we quickly shifted our model to be more of a decentralized network of community hubs, going more towards um, educating, equipping, and empowering the community to eventually uh, have a sense of appreciation and ownership of the space and the food scraps that they were creating to be able to process and manage it in their own spaces, in their own zip code. So we kind of create uh, community hubs and schools and churches, museums, community gardens, art centers, housing projects, anywhere where the community kind of gathers and there's food um, present. We are able to build both the social and physical infrastructure, physical infrastructure, meaning the compost bins that can process the food scraps, and the physical infrastructure, meaning the educational platform, for people to participate in the composting process and learn through doing. Uh, we're firm believers that education is only as strong as the opportunity and access that you give someone to put what was learned into practice. Um, so these hubs kind of are the learning through doing models in the city. Awesome. Uh, maybe you can tell our listeners a little bit more about your community. Like what, what would you share with people about LA and what the community is that you serve there? Yeah, I think LA is really interesting in that what makes the city and county beautiful is the collective, the collection of zip codes and the collection of small pockets of communities, similar to like here in New York. Uh, but I think what's special about each community is 
is the diversity in, in people who are present, the diversity in the landscapes and nature, the, the, the diversity in green spaces, but really finding that common denominator across all 88 sections of Los Angeles County. 88? 88, yeah. It's the most populous county in the country, 10.2 um, million people. So um, I think from a community standpoint, we're really focused on building this human network and showing um, the communities that we engage with that they're already doing valuable work, whether it's at a school or community garden, that the process of composting is just added value and highlights the already goodness that they're doing. Um, so our communities can range from uh, university students to um, kids, uh, kids in a middle, middle school campus to a collection of retired um, individuals along the LA River at a community garden. So I think we're really fortunate to be able to engage with so many different populations uh, because we're working with this common denominator of food and the story of food. Great. Um, so when someone who may be new to the concept of community composting asks you, what is community composting? How would you answer that question? Yeah, it's, I'm sure there's not like one specific right answer that you would get from any of the community composters. Definitely here not. I'm farm. sure it changes every day, but I think it's just like composting with, for, and by the community. It's like, uh, it's involving them in the process. And for me, it's a little bit of a, a coexisting and inhale, exhale life exchange process. Um, coming into these community spaces where I enter, um, sometimes I, I, I think I know a lot. And then in Los Angeles, there's just a lot of immigrant communities who are coming from countries where farming is like the way of life. And mm -hmm. They don't have to go to school because they have generations on generations of skills and knowledge and experience that we really are able to become students in a lot of these spaces that we enter. So for us at LA Compost, our mission is to connect the people of Los Angeles to their soil and each other. And we do that through focusing as much on the composting process as we do on the human experience and user experience and that community process. So uh, we definitely um, speak on this individual actions over time and consistently across the county have a, have a huge impact and and people do ultimately feel like they're part of something much bigger than themselves if they're if they're composting on the west side near beach towns to south los angeles to downtown they do feel like they're part of this network that's that's doing some really incredible stuff so eloquent as <laughs> usual uh, thank you for sharing that and i think it's a beautiful way of thinking about community is that there's always something to learn, something to be learned, no matter what community you're working in. And even if that community doesn't have like the conventional marks of success mm -hmm. or, um, you know, college degrees or, uh, that sort of thing. So, and really like learning from compost itself and that it sustains, it grows, it regenerates, and it's naturally part of something that is life giving and that builds resiliency. So for us, it doesn't make sense for us to continue to just grow community hubs without the communities eventually being able to take ownership over those hubs. Um, we have a growth plan that as we plan on growing and establishing a new hub, we have to release a hub back into the control of the community. So it's more of this co-op discipleship plan where we assess the health of the space, how many leads are there, how many um, knowledgeable, like not staff, but like community participants. So it's, it's theirs, you know? Um, and I think that's really important um, for this model because as much as LA compost grows, we're not going to be able to manage all of Los Angeles. It's going to take collective effort of everyone. So, um, what would I, 
what I find valuable is every single one of our hubs is in partnership with that community organization. So there's that level of trust and transparency and buy-in from the community. Mm -hmm. So we get to kind of build on that. And we're really seeing um, a lot of communities take ownership a lot quicker than that two-year window. Cool. And we find, um, find a lot of value in that. But ultimately, community composting, in my opinion, is for communities to be taking on this act and, and for the most part, doing it on their own with guidance, support, and facilitation. Mm -hmm. It seems there's a lot of wisdom in that approach to me. It seems uh, just knowing your own limitations and uh, being intentional about how much you're taking on and what you can manage and support. Right. So I think that's very wise. So this, this isn't your first time at one of these cultivating community composting forums. How many have you been to now? This is my fourth, I believe. I did Jacksonville, Atlanta... LA and then this this is the first that's yeah so wow so it's amazing and the that's... first that I'm able to bring some of my team with which is exciting so. yeah how many people did you bring uh it's myself and nine others so there's 10 of us <laughs> nine others holy yeah. cow yeah yes they definitely stick out like they're from LA <laughs> but in the best way possible that's good to hear um so what is it that has kept you coming back to these forums I think it's it's nice to know that we're not working in cubicles or in isolation. I think there's a lot to learn from the very community aspect of what composting is and the diversity of what it is and what's happening. Um, but I think I always leave these conferences um, excited. Um, I think comparison is toxic, so I try not to compare our operation with anyone else's because there's those feelings of, ah, I wish we were further, I wish I had this, and it's easy to fall into those traps, especially here in New York. And it just doesn't work that way. No, everyone's situation is different, and it should be approached different, and there really isn't a universal one-size-fits-all model. But one thing that I do feel like that I leave each conference with is just a, a new sense of excitement, um, a new level of knowing that I'm not alone, that this movement is growing, that we have an opportunity, not just in L.A. County, but throughout the country, to create these types of changes that are going to have some serious impact, not just on soil health and human health, but the connections that are going to be made uh, from neighbor to neighbor and food systems and and how this type of work affects other types of works and other types of systems. So uh, I don't know, I always feel like coming to these conferences, I learn a lot, not only just from the presentations, but from the people in the room, because there's always new faces. Mm -hmm. um, so it's always encouraging to, to see where people are on their journey, provide support when 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 I can, but also learn from them as well. Well, I feel like we've had you on a panel at least at least one panel at each event. So we clearly uh, can't get enough you uh, you sharing your lessons learned, which are all very real, valuable for this community. So thank you. Um, uh, are there any top of mind goals that you have for LA Compost for the coming year? Yeah, I have my eyes on building uh, a little bit of a larger facility. Um, over the years, we've kind of grown, not just in that community hub model, but in three tiers of programming. We focus on the individual, which consists of workshops and farmer's market drop-offs and focusing on the individual journey and, and that process. And that's grown quite significantly over this past year. We've continued to strengthen the community model, which is the community compost hub, which has been our bread and butter for the past five years. And then we've explored this idea of what does a regional hub look like? Obviously not this huge processing center, but at a park or an urban farm or a space that has the opportunity and is still within the threshold limit under cow recycle to be able to process quite, quite a bit of food, either with a mission-aligned organization like a food recovery agency 
or receiving materials from farmers markets. And we really found that these sites and spaces are really incredible, not just in the sense that they're able to support the space in which we're composting with beautiful compost, but it's a great large classroom for people to really make those connections of the story of food and how their individual actions relate to that story and how it makes a positive or negative impact. Um, so this year we're trying to establish a pretty significant site at a state park in downtown Los Angeles. It's not going to process a ton of material. It'll process maybe two tons a week, but it's right next to one of the main uh, metro trains. Wow. So every five minutes, there's going to be quite a few Angelinos seeing what's going on and spurring that curiosity of wanting to know what we're doing, whether it's turning the windrows or uh, teaching a workshop. And when people can come to the space, um, they can feel excited and want to participate in this type of work. And we can point to the map of Los Angeles and show them where there's opportunities for them to engage at both the individual level as well as the community level. So one of my big goals for this year is to not only establish a, a decent regional um, site, specifically in that location, but improve on our both best management practices at the community level, as well as establish that strong co-op model that's going to allow us to continue to grow well and release community hubs um, out and give give the power of composting back to the community. Because at the moment, we, we have three three regional hubs, two at urban farms and one at a park. But this one at the state park would uh, be our largest and kind of the heartbeat of our operations with how centrally located it is in relation to LA's geography. It's beautiful. I mean, it sounds like you are embodying like all scales of community composting. Yeah, ILSR has a really beautiful um, hierarchy of food. And I think it's really important for you to define where you play and where you want to play well and not try to tackle everything. Mm -hmm. We're not food recovery. We're not commercial composters, but we feel like we can do a really good job on three, um, three rings of that scale. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be excited to check in with you again. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe next year. Um, so for any new composters that might be listening to this, what would be some advice that you maybe wish somebody would have given you when you were first getting started or any thoughts that you'd like to share? Yes, um, I think patience and grace are two words that come to mind. Patience in that there's a lot to learn from the composting process, that it's not a microwave approach where something magical can happen overnight, which perhaps it can, but even on our own journey, it's taken quite a while for us to get to where we are now, seeing New York's model, understanding that they're just celebrating their 25th year. Even some of these larger organizations, they all started somewhere. Mm -hmm. And I think one word of advice I'd give to a new composter is have grace for yourself as well. Don't be upset that you don't have full-time staff or that you're not retaining volunteers or that you don't have more sites like others. Do what works for you. The learning is in the doing and anything worth having should take time. And there's going to be different variations of this model along the way. You know, we started off as composting on bikes because that was the model that was out there. And we thought it made sense, but it didn't. But it's okay. We, and I think it's really important for you to establish that mission, vision, and values. So those are the cornerstone foundational pieces of your organization that aren't wavering and changing. But the how and the deliverables perhaps could be different. Mm -hmm. But the last thing you want to do is keep reinventing yourself year after year. Um, I think it's really strong to, it's, I think it's really important for you to take the time to, to reflect on why you're engaging with this work. Um, and the how um, is going to be changed just like our college major was perhaps three times. So, <laughs> right. uh, but patience and grace for yourself is really important. Sounds like good life advice in general. <laughs> so 
other folks. Um, so are there any resources that you might recommend uh, folks check out uh, that you think are inspiring, that maybe have inspired your work? Um, and also, uh, how can people learn more about LA Compost? Yeah, um, it's fitting that it's the Institute for Local Self-Reliance that's hosting these podcasts, but you all have done a phenomenal job of creating resources for us to to really glean from both in English and Spanish, whether it's infographics of the hierarchy of food to the best management practices for the for the Neighborhood Soil Rebuilders program that we launched to uh, the community composting book that just came out, who the author was. Oh, James McSweeney. Yeah, which is an incredible resource for any community composter. We can't take credit for that, but uh, Brenda definitely Absolutely. read it. Yeah. So thank you, James. <laughs> um, and yeah, as far as like understanding LA Compost and getting involved, um, social media at LA Compost, lacompost.org. But as a former teacher, I just honestly feel like the learning is in the doing. You know, you can come to these conferences, you can read the books, watch the YouTube videos. But the reason why I get to teach workshops is because I've had the luxury and I've been fortunate enough to fail at composting several times and learn from those mistakes mm -hmm. to then teach from experience. Right? And I think nature is very forgiving. And when you engage with the process of composting, it's very humbling and uh, you learn a lot. So um, I encourage um, people who are trying to glean resources. Yes, they're out there. And yes, definitely read and absorb those. But the best teacher is the pile. So definitely. So, so, so dive in. It's one of those things you have to do in order to learn it. Um, I also love following you guys on Instagram, <laughs> just like most of our community composters, uh, uh, very um, picturesque type settings. So. I, I also can't take credit for that anymore, so that's, that's I'm glad That's to great. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, you've been able to hand that off. That's one, one thing I don't have to do, so it's, I'm excited that the team is doing good on that. Great. Well, thank you, Michael, for joining us, and thank you all for listening. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Composting for Community podcast from the Institute for Local Self-Reliance. This episode is produced by myself and Hiba Murray. We'll be back again next month with a new episode. Our theme music is I Dunno from Grapes. Be sure to check out the rest of the ILSR podcast family, including Building Local Power, Local Energy Rules, and Community Broadband Bits at ILSR.org.